And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much. Hello once again, everyone. Thank you, John Bon Jovial, and welcome, everyone, to our little get-together here, our weekly gathering for music, mirth, merriment, madness, and all kinds of M-words. And uh, how's things with John Bon Jovial this week? Oh, John Bon Jovial is just ducky. Ducky and... Ducky. Yes, ducky. Ducky. Uh, you know, okay. I mean... That's... that's it's fitting. We don't do the, you know, the duck thing when we're around, so we're just ducky. <laughs> oh, okay, I think it's time to go to the music, and we've got a good one for you here. Music? Uh, music? We've got a young lady from England who goes by the name of Arlo Parks and has a brand new tune out called Eugene. Give a listen.
There you go. Our little parks. It's called Eugene. She's a British museum. Uh, museum. She's a British, <laughs> British musician museum? and poet from uh, South London who's known for her 2019 single, Cola. She was predicted as a breakthrough act of 2020 in an annual BBC poll of music critics, The Sound of 2020. She's half Nigerian, one quarter Chadian, and another quarter French, and learned how to speak French before learning English. She made her musical debut when she released that song, Cola, through Beatnik Records. Hmm. Okay. Slam the door. Anyway, and back in, uh, she released it in uh, November 2018 and announced the release of her EP, Super Sad Generation. She told Line of Best Fit that the song is a reminder that betrayal is inevitable when it comes to pretty people that think flowers fix everything. Definitely out of the mind of a poet. Arlo Parks, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, there you have it. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, musically, I like it. And uh, I can tell that the young lady has a very good voice. You know, it's not my cup of tea, the style of singing. But I also recognize the fact that, you know, what she's trying to do and what she's trying to accomplish is to have kind of a, uh, you know, a dark angst, if you will, uh, I guess it just goes back to the days, you know, when we were all doing Top 40 radio where everything was high energy, and that's just kind of the way I prefer things. But, you know, I don't want to be totally negative and, and dishonor her completely because I think that the production of the song is very good. She does have a good voice. I recognize that. Um, but, the again, just the style of singing is not for me. I got you. I got you. And you're right. It is a uh, it's definitely a niche of its own. It's not uh, mass appeal, but I, I do think that it's something that can appeal to the uh, to the pop music market. Oh, she can and, do something uh, with it. Well, There's no doubt that she'll be able yeah. to do something well, with that and I mean, get some airplay. Sure. I mean, just look at uh, Billie Eilish, sure. who has a, what I would say is a similar sound to her very similar style ethereal mystical you know with just a hint of darkness into it as a matter of fact i uh, i must say i was really impressed with uh, billy eilish's uh, new james bond theme no time to die uh it's uh i was really really impressed she did a nice job on a uh, on an excellent piece of music i guess she and her brother co-wrote it and uh, i have been this one time I have to go along with the masses. A lot of good words in the media, and I've got to agree. This is a, uh, it's a memorable James Bond theme. It's yeah, just she did a nice job enough, with it for sure. Yeah, just close enough to the James Bond theme that we're accustomed to that it maintains its credibility and it's right for the circumstance. But uh, it's a little bit different too. So uh, yeah, I think Arlo Parks has. Uh, I think she's on the same bandwagon and will appeal to uh, to the same crowd of people. And you heard it right here on the David Bowers Awards, where every show is an awards show, which makes each of our guests award winners automatically. We want to thank Titty Bingo, our house band, for our theme music. Be sure to check out their music and happenings online at their website, tittybingo.com. They get some great music there. They are in the process of rebuilding the website, so there's new stuff being added. Uh, well, maybe not daily, but uh, there's new stuff being added, and uh, we're hoping that they're going to add some new music and come back and see us in the near future. 
at Steve Bengal. And remember, it's always time to play Titty Bengal. Remember also, you and our guests pick the awards here, so uh, there are no nominations to worry about, no naming panels, phony voting, or anything, just simple awards. So if you think of someone who's done or said something incredibly good or stupid, uh, music-related, drop us a line to david at thedavidbowers.com and tell us who it is and why you think they're deserving of an award, and maybe we'll mention them and you right here on the David Bowers Awards. We want to shout out to some of our friends, and uh, one, we want to say hello to Darlene in Fairmont, Indiana, who is a big fan of ours and uh, follows us on a regular basis, and I understand uh, I understand she can't keep secrets too well uh, because she's been blabbing to everybody about That's the nice. show. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking she should be keeping it secret, but no, she's out there telling everybody about it. And we love you for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Darlene. Keep also up the good mention, work, Darlene, uh, please. <laughs> we need all the publicity wanna... we can get. Absolutely. We'll take it. And thanks also to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFC FM 106.3 in Rochester. That's Rochester Free Radio. Also check out Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 a.m. 8, 8 p.m. That's Saturday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, <laughs> you'll find him online. And uh, I think it's time for me to uh, I think it's time for me to take a sabbatical and go on a break to the beach or something. <laughs> John Bon Jovial, before we get to our first guest, what's happening in Bon Jovial land? Well, summer has returned with a vengeance here in sunny southwest Florida. The normal temperature for this time of year is supposed to be about 75, and the rest of the month is predicted to be in the mid to upper 80s. It's such a joyous place to be. Uh, you know, it, it, it is, it's, it's kind of hard for people, especially folks up north this time of year, to wrap their heads around the fact that endless summer does get old. And I know that you guys up in the North Country are freezing your butts off right now. I know. I used to live up there. I get that. Um, but it would be kind of like, uh, you know, having winter 10 months. And you complained year. about that, too. Well, yeah, you know, hey, listen, I don't like freezing <laughs> my butt off either. But, you know, it, it, anyway, you know, we're not going to get on the get off on the negativity of southwest Florida because this really is a very, very nice place to live. And I feel very fortunate and very blessed to be able to live here, build up a good life for ourselves here. And uh, so all in all, it's not too bad. You know, I, I would like to have the low humidity like you have, but, you know, you can't have everything. It is nice. I give you that. And I also understand about the people up north and what they say about us. I, too, lived in the snow country in upstate New York. Yep. And so I have experienced, uh, actually, I've experienced all three sides. I've experienced in the, the upstate New York cold winters. I've experienced the hot, humid Florida summers, and uh, now I have the uh, beautiful winters and excruciatingly hot summers. Uh, uh, but, hey, no matter where you live, they've got good points and bad points. That's and, right. Uh, we just have to make the most out of what we have. We're going to make the most out of what we have music-wise and get to our first guest here very shortly, right after we listen to a track. Now, this young lady has been with us in the past. The last time she was on, she introduced us to some of her dark, moody music under the uh, moniker Dark Beauty. 
And today, she's going to come back. We're going to play a uh, Dark Beauty track for you now. And then she's going to come on, and we're going to talk about her new effort. She has a new, uh, not a program, but she's into a new groove. And uh, I think you're going to like it. Here she is. This is called Save Yourself.
save yourself. That's Liz Tapia as Dark Beauty. Come on in here, Liz. Come on in and sit down and talk to us. I understand that you have a new project you're working on. Yes, thanks so much for having me on today. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, share a new project that I'm starting, and I, I call it my solo project, or it's going to be eventually titled as the Liz Album. And uh, this song that we just uh, that we the listeners just heard is from Fall from Grace, and that's from the Dark Beauty Project. So I actually have two different projects that I'm working on right now. Right, and uh, we thank you so much for sharing the new project with us, which we will be talking about in just a few moments, and also uh, we'll also be playing a track from the new project. First, I want to tell our listeners that uh, I want to tell them that we have a treat for them. Thanks to you, Liz. Liz has put up a couple of tracks of hers that... uh, our, as a matter of fact, she's put up this track as a couple of downloads so we can have two winners. And uh, all you have to do to get a free download of the track that you just heard is drop a line to david at thedavidbowers.com. Email david at thedavidbowers.com. And we're going to take the first two emails that we get to send off the link to download this. Thank you, Liz. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to share. Thank you. It's uh, wonderful to be able to have it to share with the people. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there awful quiet. Well, it's just because I can't get a word in edgewise. You won't be quiet. <laughs> hey, uh, Liz, <laughs> welcome back to the show. It's great to have you. Um, I just I wanted to make a comment on this song that we just played, Save Yourself. And and, and all I can say is just, wow. You know, it's... <laughs> It's really nice. I mean, it's 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 like a dream sequence, and I don't know if that was your intention, but that was after listening to it for about a minute and a half to two minutes. I'm thinking to myself, this is like a dream sequence and a, a very pleasant one. Uh, what what were you thinking about when 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 you laid down this track? <laughs> That's the magic question. Uh, first, thank you so much for thinking of it in that way and uh you know for me it's an interesting track because it's the very first song that i have ever written and sort of you know thrown out there to the world to see what kind of feedback i was going to get and uh fortunately it it was very well received and that's really what started the entire dark beauty project which is what led me to start working on the character of the dark angel so this song was something that you know, I was so brand new to writing, and I can't pinpoint an exact moment that I can say to you, uh, you know, as to how it came into my head. At that. This was like 10 years ago. Um, but it was just something that I was just inspired to write, and I wanted something melodic, and I know I wanted to do something to mix a little bit of an operatic style with rock, and so I started piecing it together, and, and I thought it would be really interesting to have this sort of dark angel character kind of uh, tell her lover to, you know, try to get her, try to get him to turn away before it becomes too late. Um, and that's that's sort of how I thought of it back then, <laughs> I think. Well, you know, it, it's, it, it, to me, it just had such an ethereal quality to it. Uh, and, uh, as David will tell you, 
uh, I never get to listen to the music beforehand. My first exposure to it is as we're doing the show. And other than the minute or so that I spoke to you, uh, you know, on the closed circuit, I got to listen to the whole song. And, um, you know, I, I look at things from a technical point of view. I, I look at production values. I, I, I try to figure out, you know, what do I prefer in something like this? Do I like analog? Do I like digital? And I really think that uh, this is something that uh, uh, it, it, it's kind of hard to put my finger on is why I like this. I just really do. And if this is an example of what you're going to be doing with this new record, uh, I just think that's fantastic. I, 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 I truly do. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm so happy that you're enjoying this track. It's, uh, it came out, I think, better than what I thought it was going to come out when I first did it. Um, and I, have to, I owe that to my producer, Artie Rodriguez. Uh, he, he's genius when it comes to being behind the board, and he knows exactly what to add to make the song really pop. And the song already had a Middle Eastern sort of flavor to it, and uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to add that little operatic part in the beginning and then, you know, mix that in with a little bit of rock, a little bit of um, sort of Middle Eastern beats, and... You know, I didn't think about that. Middle Eastern, <laughs> that, that really, you know, I think that might be what ties it all together, because it does have that kind of quality to it. Yeah, it definitely has that sort of vibe throughout the entire song and and it's a really fun song to perform live and we're finding that the audience is really having a good time when they get to hear us you know uh doing this uh, live on stage so it's it's been a blessing to be able to have this as my first track ever written that i put out there and uh i'm hoping that i can do something similar in the future and you know along this line where i can mix a little bit of uh, a little more of, you know, sort of operatic vocals with a little bit of rock, and who knows if I can come up with at least a similar combination that will give me another sizzling kind of tune. Excellent. David? Oh, I, I agree 100%, and it was fascinating listening to you, Liz. It's a, uh, it, it is just a, uh, I, I understand why I was amazed and caught on that you had had some serious classical training, and, uh, it, it shows through as it does in the new uh, the new project that you're working on, Coffee for One. Tell us about that track and how you conceived of it. Coffee for One was uh, a fun song that sort of came to me. I, I was really interested in writing something that didn't have a lot of complicated parts to it, and I wanted to some, write something melodic and. Uh, fun, a little upbeat, even though it does have some dark overtones, I I thought it would be just nice to be able to write something that was a little bit simpler in style. So this is really about, um, you know, this character is sort of tormented and she keeps sabotaging her own relationship, which is sort of what this song is about. And uh, she's waking up to very lonely mornings. <laughs> Enjoying her coffee you can, all by herself, but uh, <laughs> you can feel that in the song too. It's uh, I, I was really a bit surprised that you took this tack, but not that you were able to carry it off because, uh, as we have already explored, uh, you have the talent, you have the voice, and uh, it's just a matter I feel of you 
you know, applying whatever mood strikes you, whatever path you want to proceed down in your creation of the music. And I was, I was really impressed with this new track, which we'll be playing in just a couple of minutes. First, are you doing any touring at all? As a matter of fact, we are. Dark Beauty is getting ready to take the stage in March, and we'll be doing uh, a few dates in New Jersey and a couple of dates in New York. And everything is listed on my website. So if, uh, if you just go to darkbeautymusic.com, uh, you can find everything there. There's a live event tab, and all of the dates are listed there. And uh, it's basically March 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. And we will awesome. be performing with, uh, yeah, we have a, uh, a great lineup. Potter's Daughter will be performing with us and also Stratospherius. So we have a really, really cool lineup. Makes me wish I were back on the East Coast and could catch you there. Uh, don't forget the, don't forget Southwest Florida and the uh, Phoenix area in Arizona. Uh, we'd like to see you out here, too. And I love how you slid right into that, which was what I was hoping you would do, uh, by giving <laughs> them your website and uh, the uh, information of what's coming up there. And we want to thank you for coming by and seeing us again. And uh, maybe when you get the whole album done, you'll be able to... Uh, come back and see us again thank you so much for having me on and thank you for supporting my music i really appreciate it and we appreciate you coming here want to share this new song and uh i'm just getting the sign that oh we got blessed we've got a little extra time i don't want to uh, i don't want to cut you off if we have some extra time here so uh we were talking about your new uh, track that we're going to play here in another couple of minutes i see but uh what is this the is this the way the album will be going? Is it the direction you'll be going with the old album, or is it going to be a variety? You know, I think it's going to end up being a variety since this is sort of uh, a new area that I'm exploring, and it's kind of it's kind of neat because I get to step outside of the Dark Beauty Project, and it allows me to explore more of you know different topics and and just right from the heart and not have to stand by a storyline. So I have a feeling it's going to be a variety of styles, but I think it's going to be exciting too because it's going to give me um, a new direction. Absolutely. I got to agree with you there. And it does, uh, not only does it show off a different side of your talents, it gives you, as you've just indicated, it gives you a little more flexibility, uh, some new roads to go down, some new paths to follow. And uh, I think the, uh, I think the listeners are really going to like it. Now, uh, before we let you go, give us those uh, those dates in uh, in New Jersey that you're going to be playing one more time. Sure, uh, the, it's the Sonic Voyage Fest tour, and it's March 11th through the 14th. And there's two dates in New Jersey, and two days are going to be in New York. And you can get to it at darkbeautymusic.com and just click on the live events tab. Awesome. And don't forget our site, the David Bowers Awards group site on Facebook, uh, post it up there and we'll make sure that the word gets spread around to our other, our other social media sites. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Again, Liz, thank you so much. We love you. We love having you on the show and we love being able to share your new music. And right now we're going to do just that. Here is Liz Tapia. It's called Coffee for One. I get up every morning, get ready for the day. 
I walk downstairs, get my coffee, but there's no one ever waiting for me. Waking up to a day that's lonely, so lonely, never feeling alive. It's always me, myself, and I. And there you have it. Coffee for one, the new sound of Liz Tapia. What did you think of that, John Bon Jovi? Oh, I, you know, I like it. I think it just kind of carries on with what we were talking about with her earlier about a just a, you know, a dreamlike or ethereal quality to her music, and it's very listenable, very enjoyable. Uh, I don't see any darkness in the music at all. I, I really don't. I know that we had had her on in the past and maybe had made some references to the goth style of music. And I, I'll be honest with you, I just don't hear that in either one of these two songs that we just played by her. Well, I, I think in this particular, in the, in the new track, I think the darkness is in the emotion, the fact that the woman that they're speaking of is... Uh, is mixed up and is, uh, you know, she's sabotaging her own life. And I, I think that's the darkness in this particular one, but it's a, I think it's a throwback in some ways to the uh, musical standards of the past. It's a, uh, it's a, what we used to call middle of the road. It's a solid middle of the road song. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I would agree with that. And you're not going to hear that on a contemporary station or an AC or a CHR station. Uh, you, you're not going to hear it uh, on Al Ham's Music of Your Life. You're not going to hear it on uh, an easy listening station. But I think that if there is still such a thing as a new age format, you know, the new age that came out in the 80s, uh, I, I think mm-hmm. that this would fit in perfectly with it. And also in the world music category. Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would fit in there. I mean, we're not talking another Enya here, but it, it's it's in that in that vein, I think, and would appeal to the same listeners. And you, our favorite listeners, heard it right here on the David Bowers Awards, where we're going to move on to some more new music. Another returning guest from over across the sea comes Yo-Yo Exno, and uh, we played this track for you. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you seem to like it. We got great results and great reports. So we're going to, we brought them back, and they're going to tell us about their new music. Here they are with Wiggle Your Wicked Pants.
And there you have it. That's Wiggle Your Wicked Pants, which we previewed, uh, oh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And we have one of the two yo's with us right now. Yo, welcome aboard. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. glad to have you here with us. Now, but I, I forgot from the last time you were here, where exactly are you located? Okay, so I'm in Sweden, in the southern Sweden. part of Sweden, yeah. Okay. And my friend Joe is in, in the capital, so he's a bit further up north. I gotcha. Okay, I, I thought it was Sweden, but I, I wanted to be sure. I didn't want to misinform people, and we are so glad to have you back here with us again. That is a that is a neat rocking little tune you got there with a definite commercial catch to it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good well, sound. You know, we, we got tired of people's, you know, all these rap and stuff saying, shake that ass and, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever, you know. Sure. So we, fo- we thought wiggle your wicked pants is much better. I like it. Yeah, it's good. I, I definitely like that. And yeah, it'll probably get some play in some areas that it wouldn't have had you taken the other route. John Bon Jovial, <laughs> what was your impression of the tune? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That thing does kick a lot of butt, and it that's a great <laughs> song. It, it it really is. I mean, that's just a good, good solid piece of rock and roll that you've got going there, yo. And uh, my... Uh, my hat's off to you. Uh, it had Thank me you. tapping my toes, and if it does that, then I, I know that it's you've got, got you got some commercial potential with that thing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Well, actually, the 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 riff that that kind of uh, builds the song, the guitar riff, was uh, the two of us, my friend Joe, and me sitting in a guitar shop in Los Angeles, just fooling around with a couple of guitars and. And I came up with this thing, and you know, it's not very often you get up, you come up with a a very good guitar riff. You know, it happens every now and well, not very often, but now and then it happens. So that was like four or five years ago, and we we picked up the phone and we recorded it as a, a memo on the phone. And it's been lying there because we didn't know what to do with it. So you've been working on this song for five years? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We often do like that. You know, when you come up with something really good that you think is precious, you have to save it. it it's you like a fine-aged scotch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually. <laughs> that's right. That's 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 what it is. So well, so we've been keeping this for 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 years and and haven't been able to uh, get it right. But last summer we had a couple of uh, people working with us in the studio, a drummer and a keyboardist, and and so we presented them with this guitar riff, and they all said, "Oh, ACDC," <laughs> and, and so that's. That's where we kind of try to go, you know. Sure, uh, I, I got to I got to inject one thing here. You mentioned that you were in Los Angeles, yeah. and I want to mention to you that I'm about five hours east of that in the Phoenix area. So if you ever land a little bit short of Los Angeles, give me a yell that you're going to be coming by. I'd love to get to meet you guys. Oh. And, uh, John's down there in Florida, so if you go the other way, he's down there in in Florida. Yeah, we're and we're, I know- we're here in the swamp. <laughs> yes, but I know he'd love to see you too. That's uh, that's awesome. And uh, the story of the song is is really something. A five five years in the making. That's that's something. And we got we got such good response to it. I I just 
you know, I'm itching to see this thing get played on and radio and uh, and get the follows because it's a great tune. Now, this is from your new EP, correct? Yeah, that's right. And what's we, the name of the EP? So we wanted to make uh, we wanted to to release an EP on the date o two o two twenty twenty. Right. Yeah. Neat. Unfortunately, yeah. we were a bit late, so the EP came out just a few days later. <laughs> but well, that's how it is, you know. <laughs> thanks, thanks to you getting the track to me, we got to play it on o two o two twenty twenty. So uh, thank you. you can say it broke in the United States on that date. Oh, lovely! I love that. <laughs> Hey, we love you for sharing it with us and giving us the chance to uh, to, to break it here in the states. And uh, it's uh, I just want to see that thing get played because I know it's going to get some traction for you. Now, what else? You, we know you've got one other cut which we're going to be closing this segment of the show with. Okay. But uh, tell us about the other uh, the other three songs on the on the EP. Oh, right, the other three songs. I have to look here. Well, uh, the second track on the song is called Without You and uh, the phone song. So actually that's a, a kind of a um, humorous thing about losing your phone. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah. you know, Sometimes it's not so humorous. but <laughs> No. <laughs> so, so we try to elaborate on that and... Uh, actually, the, the the most of the tunes are on on the uh, the this EP are are kind of we made them together mm-hmm. in the studio with with all the people there, and so so we had sketches like so for uh-huh. weekly weekly weekend bands we 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 pretty much only had the guitar riff, and then we worked together to to make the song, and pretty much the same was with. Without you, the phone song. Uh, we had uh, pieces that we thought could be a song, and and then we kind of glued it together in the studio and made it work. You know, that's and, awesome. Yeah. So, and that was also for this uh, the track, the third track, Overthrown. Uh, I think we we kind of jammed all through that. You know, I, I get this. I get this impression that being in the studio with you guys would be some kind of an experience. I hope it will be because that's where the fire is, you know. Oh, absolutely! It's like yeah. going to the campfire and you, you bring your sausages, you bring your marshmallows, or whatever you got. Exactly, <laughs> right. It's at the campfire. That's what it's at. Whatever you got, you bring it out and uh, and have a good time. That's that's great. Now, you guys are a ways apart. How often do you actually get together to uh, to jam or work on music? Um, which uh, a couple of times a year. That's but that's the best we can do because you know we're we're working people. We, sure. We have, to, we have to do our jobs to to pay our bills and stuff. Right, which is which so. is I should tell my listeners that's that's the reason why we only have one yo here tonight. Uh, is oh, yeah. Because uh, the other one had to get his uh, had to get himself some beauty rest to go to his work in the morning, and uh, we fully understand that. Sorry, he couldn't be with us and. Uh, Please extend our uh, best wishes to him. Uh, so, how how do you promote your music over there in Sweden? Are you playing? Are you doing live dates, or is it radio? What 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 do you do for that? 
No, we actually uh, actually we don't promote our music very much uh, in Sweden at all, uh, and that's just you know we 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 put it out there and we try to hope we kind of hope that people will find us, but the the kind of music we make we we're kind of diverse. The music that you're putting out is accessible. And by that, I'm talking about people getting into it. It's accessible uh, virtually anywhere that uh, popular rock and roll type music is played. And uh, we just had, uh, oh, I don't know, it was about, a, what was it, John, a month or two ago, we had a uh, gentleman on from Israel oh, who yeah, had a similar yeah. situation. He made his music, but he couldn't get it. He couldn't get any traction in Israel, and he was getting it played around the world, but not in Israel. So, yeah, I'm familiar with that uh, with that pattern. John, yeah. something you wanted to inject here, John? Uh, when do you think that, uh, will you be doing any touring in the U.S.? I know that you mentioned Los Angeles, so obviously you're familiar with the lower 48. Uh, are you going to be coming back this way again? Uh, we haven't got anything planned or uh, scheduled or something like that but uh, we try to you know play along with whatever comes up and so if there's an opportunity we'll be there but it's there, there's nothing planned <laughs> right i got you and that that's I, I really like to see you be able to get out and somehow get this music promoted besides just here on our show, because uh, you've got, uh, you've got a, uh, you, you make music that people would buy. They just have to hear it. And, yeah, uh, I, I hope, I hope, you know, sometimes when I listen to radio and stuff, I, I think many composers today or music makers they kind of they use they they make sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put they put together fragments of sounds in 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 kind of places. They 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 don't write songs. And I hear me, you. And to me, that's a different thing. You know, I think sure. music is a song, and it's evolving from from something within you, and it it, it has a beginning and has an end, and it, it cannot be five people writing five small pieces tell us real quickly about this uh this next track we're going to play because this is a commercial bopper this is oh, i'm glad you think so because actually that's the only song that was written beforehand before we started recording really it was like yeah it was like uh 24 hours before i was getting in the car to to leave <laughs> for the northern part of sweden my friend Joe, he, he called me up and said, oh, can't you write a couple of songs to play <laughs> and send to the guys so they can rehearse before we, 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 we meet? Right. <laughs> so on, in 20, 24 hours, I couldn't make tw two songs. No, I, I made one. And uh, that's this track that's called Little Mo. Well, this and this is a happy commercial little bopper. I, I I really enjoyed this. This is one you can just sort of, it's a feel-good song, and it makes you feel good. And we're going to play it right now. Thank you so much, Yo, for coming by. You. Be sure and extend our thanks to the other Yo. Yeah, I will. Keep in touch. Let us know what's going on, okay? We will. Kiss and hug. Great kiss and hugs. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Yo-Yo X-No with Lil Mo. I am. 
Yo-Yo X-No from uh, from their new album, their new EP, I should say. And uh, 
You heard it right here on the David Bowers Awards. About time for us to wrap it up and move along down the road. So we want to thank our guests, Yo-Yo XNO and Liz Tapia, for all coming in and playing for some new music for us, letting us share it with you, our listeners. John Bon Jovio, take us home. Okay. Well, hey, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards. And I am grateful, and I know David is grateful, so thank you very much. Just want to let you know the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You can also find us in all the usual places that you're going to get your your podcasts, but one that I do want to mention in particular because they're kind of new to us is the uh, Cuyahoga Valley Radio Network on Live 365, and we are sure grateful for them carrying our show here, the David Bowers Awards. Be sure to click and uh, follow the uh, Blog Talk Radio page for the David Bowers, and of course, like us on Facebook as well as Twitter. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your radio dial. And that's Rochester Free Radio in New York. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the folks that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers Awards, the, (laughs) no, that's the show, for the David Bowers hours and of course nick our marvelously geeky engineer i am yours truly the legendary lovable john bon jovial saying we'll see you next week right here on the david bowers awards